Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. You know what kind of power that gives you? The power to figure out what you want to do, to learn something new, to meet someone new. And boy, do we have a gift today. Deborah Deal Blackwell is in the house on Boost Power Podcast. Deb, welcome to the show. Thank you, Betsy. I'm excited to be here. Thanks so much. Well, you know, we love the stories of all women and you are an exceptional woman. Uh, as, as we look at you now and take a snapshot, running a foundation, caring about water, serving women, you know, the world says, wow, what a superstar. I bet that was just so easy. Easy peasy for that Deborah Blackwell. She just figured that whole thing out. And what I always love to tell is the truth, which is that at every woman's story is ups and downs and crisscross and side side and everything to get there. So I'd like to start with, tell us a little bit about yourself and your upbringing and kind of if you can look back and see the seeds of really wanting to serve so big and wanting to lead something like a foundation and care about water. Um, did you see that when you were a little, a little, little girl? Well, um, Betsy, my dad was in the Air Force and we moved around an awful lot. And coming up, I got to see a lot of different living situations um, and how people survived and um, what they had to go through. So um, in, foreign, in foreign countries, as well as here in the United States, I was exposed at an early age. So that gave me an appreciation for some of the hardships that uh, the people have to go through, not only in this country, but in, a, in many other countries. Uh, we lived in Japan for a while. And um, so again, again, there was a great exposure to what people have to, uh, have to endure. And early on, I saw that women in particular um, experienced the bulk of the, I would say, hardships and challenges. So I, that, that really resonated with me from an, from an early age. Well, what years were you? So what age were you on different bases? Because I think I shared with you my history is I was so blessed that I got to go to about 10 different Air Force and Army bases all over the world to teach. And so I was then in my 20s and early 30s. And so I got to come in kind of, you know, as a leader and stay in the nice barracks and get a coin from the general. You know, I really had VIP treatment when I got to travel the world. But in those, that process, I fell in love with all the people who serve at every single level and just really was on fire for uh, our troops and, and doing things, you know, to, to give back. So what ages were you oh, traveling well, around? That, that's great. Uh, well, starting from age um, two months or since I was born, I was born into the Air Force and um, all the way through age 15 my father was in the Air Force. So I think I was in as many different schools as I was in grades. So there was a different school for every, every uh, year of, um, of undergraduate of a primary school, you know, 12 different 
12 different schools. I've lived in 35 different houses over the years. So yeah, so we, we were far flung uh, all across the United States and, um, and in Japan. Wow. Well, what do you see now as you look back? Because I thought I moved a lot because we moved three times. And now I think I'm a whippy. Yeah, you, I, I'm not in 35 houses. Uh, what do you see in you today that you think is part of kind of that, um, that change, but that observation of the world in such a different perspective? Because I do talk to a lot of people who have not left America. And, and I say things like, you know, it is not the same. <laughs> it's very, very different on the streets of India, on the streets of Australia, and on the streets uh, even in Europe. You know, it's so different. What do you think uh, those seeds brought forth in you? Well, I, I just think um, I, I think a sense of gratitude for my own situation because we did live better than most of the people around us, even though we were um, in the military and didn't have a whole lot. For sure, um, we still lived. Americans still live so much better than than I would say 80% of, of the world. There's, um, you know, people out there, millions of people still don't have running water. They don't have um, hygienic toilet facilities. Um, they don't have food, uh, any food at all. <laughs> and then there's, there's the food that they do have is contaminated and and it um, is not nutritious. So I, I just, I think a sense of gratitude for the great situation that I had coming up. Right, and boy, that is definitely reflected today in your service in the Nine Foundation. So, Let's go in between though, before we get to today. And so then you came back, you mentioned you came back to the States. What was your educational path? You know, what did you get, you know, your kind of groundings in that really uh, helped you as you've launched the Power Foundation and all these other projects? Well, I always um, had an interest in writing. Coming up, I wanted to be Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters was, was, uh, was my hero and my inspiration. And so when I went to college, I studied radio, television, journalism, PR, and advertising. I had a double, double major there and got a job right out of school at um, the local television, at a local television station right there in Orlando, Florida. Um, soon found out that that was a hard, low-paying path that frequently didn't take you anywhere. You see these local um, reporters and broadcasters, they work very hard in all kinds of weather. And um, <clears throat> after spending a couple of summers out in the heat, I decided, well, maybe there's something else I can do. So I went into public relations and advertising and had a, had a good career about a 15 year run career with my own public relations and advertising firm and working for 
other PR and advertising firms that got me to, uh, that allowed me to go to even more countries and, um, and experience a, a whole lot of different cultures and peoples. And so that was, that was great. Um, that was, and that was a good experience that advertising and PR. When I came um, after about, like I said, 15 years of that, my brother invited me to get into um, startups with him. He had good connections with the United States National Laboratory System. And um, uh, many people don't know this, but the United States has scientific labs scattered across the country that are constantly coming up with things, um, new things for, um, for defense, for health, for, um, for outer space, for NASA, for a variety of things. And so we got into taking some of the, um, some of the projects that had been shelved had been, um, uh, the technologies and patents that had been shelled because the people in labs didn't know how to bring them to commercialization and they really weren't there to bring it to commercialization. So that's what we, that became our, our focus and what drove us is taking some of the wonderful things that the U.S. National Lab scientists had come up with and bring them to market. And that included a, um, a nuclear reactor, a pandemic modeling software, some imaging software. I could go on and on. We're on our ninth startup now with Nine Power Clean Water. And what Nine Power Clean Water does is clean industrial water. The industry not just in the United States, but across the globe, creates and, and dirties, pollutes so much of our precious freshwater resources that um, we, it was time we needed to start, we couldn't just continue to throw that water away. It needs to be cleaned and reused. So that is our, that is our focus now is, um, is cleaning industrial water and coming up with different types of technology for um, for people to use from the home from the home front all the way to the factory. Well, that is fascinating. It, you know, it's so cool. Number one, it's so cool to see the innovation that is created for use by the government that it has a way to come to the world. And it's so fun that is an entrepreneurial woman and her brother who are connecting those great devices, those great ideas, those great philosophies and bringing them to the world. And it is so exciting to hear the stories that the technology and the innovation that is inside our government can be taken to the world by innovative entrepreneurs like you and your brother. We're gonna to go to break and hear how this has manifested into the Nine Power Foundation and the amazing things you're doing for women and the world. Deborah Deal Blackwell is on Boost Power Podcast and we will be right back. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Wiersma. 
We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. And we're back. Welcome back. It's so fun to talk to entrepreneurs and leaders. And today you're hearing in Deb's story, you know, the story of exposure as a young person to the world. And now look how it's manifesting into giving back. So tell us now about the Nine Power Foundation and your focus on serving women. Um, Thank you, Betsy. The Nine Power Foundation does a, a variety of things. Um, again, it's funded primarily by um, Nine Power Clean Water. So there is um, a great interest in doing water type things. But, uh, but what's exciting and what I want to talk about now is um, Colorado Women's Day. We've been doing this for like, well, this will be the sixth year on May 7th. Friday, May 7th, when we do it again, will be this this sixth year. And I think we were probably the first uh, organization to um, recognize International Women's Day, which has been a global event. But here in the States, it was pretty much ignored six years ago. Um, I'm glad to see that there's a lot more, uh, many more events now available. Uh, for celebrating International Women's Day, but uh, but I think we we were the first. And what we try to do is celebrate and inspire and educate um, our female population that's um, that's around us in this part of the Greater Denver area. Um, we've had some great keynote. Uh, keynote speakers, including the lieutenant lieutenant governor, come and we talk. We tackle a lot of hard um, issues from domestic abuse to um, poverty to um, uh, challenges that women have in the workplace with harassment. Um, there's so many different issues that we have tackled uh, over the years. But this year, we're excited to have you, Betsy, and <clears throat> Joe Packham, who is the creator of the Where Women Create magazine empire for our, um, our main speakers. So we're really excited. We're gonna take a more creative approach this year, and uh, we will we will address some some of the tough issues, but <clears throat> we wanted to do something fun coming out of COVID. Um, and uh, and you, Betsy, and Joe Packham, I think are the two most creative people in the United States. So, oh man, well I've never been called that, but I tell you what, I am so honored to be part of Colorado Women's Day. It's May seventh. For those of you that may be hearing this podcast after May 7th, you'll have to check all over the internet for the great coverage of May 7th in Denver, Colorado. But I'm just honored because I have always been one that says, let's create 
the life you love by using creativity and your right brain and kicking in all that incredible wisdom you have inside you. No matter, uh, it's not being able to paint a picture to go on the wall, that's not creativity. I look at creativity as just like the spark of possible that is in each of us that everyone has if we just believe, number one, that we have it. And number two, we see some role models and examples of how to use it. And then we just jump in and do it. So I can tell you in my class in the morning, we're going to talk about life's road trip journey. And we're going to have some special guest people who are going to pop in. We're going to make some cards for women to empower other women. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. And I can't wait to meet Joe Packham. Tell him all about Joe Packham because she is my superhero. Well, Joe's been in publishing for a long, long time. And um, the magazines that she has been <clears throat> producing, I would say in the last 10 to 12 years, you'll find them on the, um, on the newsstands and you can get them by subscription, but she does Where Women Create, Where Women Cook, Where Women Work. And it's, she has quite an empire and they're gorgeous, gorgeous magazines. They're not the kind of magazines that you wanna throw out when you're finished with them, they're keepers and they're uh, very inspirational and, and gorgeous, gorgeous magazines to look at. Well, what I like, so I, when I had heard of her, but I did not know her. And so after you introduced me to her, I went back and kind of studied all about her. And I read Where Women Create, her first book that she did years ago, a collaboration book where she actually went to the studios of people. And I've uh, recently renovated my studio and spent money in an organizational wall, which unless you're an artist that has lots of junk, you can't understand how joyful it is to have your stuff, to have a place. So I kind of really have a heart for where women create. And I have a, a very special place in my place that's also a studio for doing my classes. So I read her book cover to cover. I got a hold of some of the past magazines for fun. And of course, I will subscribe to the current magazines, but what a um, what a coup for you to bring her. I know this day is also going to be about doing good for our community. So tell us about the Library Foundation and some of the other elements of the Colorado Women's Day. Well, um, Colorado Women's Day has um, for some, some times helped support through um, the proceeds from the event the uh, Jeffco uh, Public Library Foundation. And the um, Jeffco Public Library Foundation provides books for um, early readers and for the parents of early readers and offers um, a great deal of um, money to um, back to the library. So it's, um, it's an instrumental part of uh, fundraising for the Jefferson County Library here in um, the Denver area and um, provides funding for a lot of programs that the library puts out. So we're proud to be supporting them. Well, and I see involvement with the city of Golden, all kinds of organizations. So if you are hearing this, it's before May 7th, you are a woman or a man that's interested just to know about women's events and 
women's issues and you want to do good and have fun with us, we're also collecting purses, scarves, jewelry, and $25 gift cards to make power-filled purses that we will give to underappreciated women and foster moms. It is going to be a super fantastic day. Tell everyone how to find you to learn more about Nine Power Foundation and to discover more information about Colorado Women's Day. I would suggest that you go to coloradowomensday.com. Okay, good place to start, coloradowomensday.com. The last thing we do today is I'm going to draw one of my fancy dream big, live big cards and ask you a miscellaneous question. This is going to be exactly the question you're supposed to answer today on Boost Power Podcast. You're going to see one of my art cards. You're going to see it before me. And you got fly. Fly is a beautiful butterfly piece of art that I did, one of my very first pieces I ever did. And it says, what will you launch? What, Deb, what will you launch in the middle of all the things you're already launching? Is there anything else that you are thinking about that uh, that you want to launch into the world? Yes. Um, through Nine Power Clean Water, uh, which is the supporter for, the, for our foundation, um, we are developing a small water purification system that can be taken into um, the hills and hard to reach areas of Bangladesh, India, and um, areas that are suffering for, for a lack of, of clean clean water. So that that's the thing that we're working on now, and that's my that's my that's my next goal, the big goal that uh, that I hope to see come to fruition pretty soon here. Oh my gosh, a portable, wonderful, transformational water piece, and you heard it here on Boost Power Podcast. Well, we just so appreciate your time today. We appreciate your vision. We see the the young girl that traveled all over the world with her Air Force family that has just blossomed into such a public servant and a, a leader and a woman that so many of us look up to. Uh, thank you for all you do. Thank you for the Nine Power Foundation and thank you for Colorado Women's Day and all that you celebrate. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast. We are weekly your place to plug in for good news and good times and amazing stories of women so you can hear yourself in these stories. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast app and we look forward to you sharing this uplifting idea-filled podcast with everyone you know. This is your host, Betsy Wearsma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network. Women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.